You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. This week it is episode 98 and we are talking Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic for the original old school giant ass Xbox. Uh, here on in, this game may refer be referred to as KOTOR because that is much quicker to say and actually sounds better than Knights of the Old Republic, in my opinion. Uh, this game won our Patreon poll last month. And as you folks know, every single month, our Patreons get to pick one of the games that we're going to review the following month. So here you go as contractually obligated. Here is your Star Wars KOTOR review. I played this game for the first time over the last few weeks getting ready for this episode. And, uh, I mean, we'll get into it more in a minute, but I like it. I like it a lot. I'm pretty excited to talk about it. So Miklos, my pal Miklos is here. We are going to get into that in a few minutes. You guys know I'm going to ramble first. 
if you would like to vote in our Patreon polls and do all that other good stuff, it's only two bucks a month over at patreon.com slash remember the game. You can vote in the polls, submit questions, chat with me. You get access to our weekly bonus podcast expansion pass. And just quickly for the record, I just posted a complete list of every back episode you will get uh, bonus episodes uh, over at patreon.com slash remember the game. Everyone can see them. You don't even have to be a member. You just go there, click it. You can read them all, and you get them all day one, okay? You can download them right into your phone through your app, except for Spotify for some fucking reason. You can download them on anything else. It's just, they're all right there, ready to go, uh, and you'll get a shout-out on the show if you support us on Patreon. Just like the following people, Robert L., Rome21, Ryan White, Scott, I, I don't know your last name, Scott. I know nothing else about you. Sean P., Sean Razine, Sharonic, the infamous Slick Rick, Thomas Christian, my pal Todd from Australia, Tyler, Will Grace, and our newest Patreon supporter, longtime Instagram friend, Bullfrog. Welcome to the team, my friend. You guys, thank you so much for supporting the show. If you want all that stuff, you guys, two bucks a month. There's your plug. Oh, yeah, and don't forget, we're giving away a Switch freaking light for episode 100 in June. Patreons, if you are if you pay for your Patreon account in June, you are in the draw just like that. But if you don't support us on Patreon, you can still enter the draw free of charge. Just send an email to memberthegame at gmail.com. Email will be in the description. It's not remember, it's member the game uh, with your name. And the answer to the question, what is my favorite game of all time? Hint, it is the only game to get a perfect 10 here on the show. I've talked about it a million times. Deadline to enter is June 8th. I've received some entries already. Thank you much. I'm not writing back to them yet because I don't want to open them. I'll try to get to that this week. And uh, I promise I'm not doing anything with your email. Like, I'm not that smart. I'm not giving it. I'm not selling it to anyone. I'm not going to spam you with anything. Uh, I promise. I'll be lucky if I can manage to figure out how to open all the emails. I'm not doing anything with it. I just want to give away a switch and do it fairly. There you go. Let's get into the news. Uh, I'm trying to pull back on the Patreon plugs. I got to do it. It's my job. I'm just trying not to, to ram them down your throat for 20 minutes of time. Anyway, um, as far as the news goes, nothing is really jumping out at me this week. I, I got a few things I want to talk about, but there's no big crazy news uh, this week, in my opinion. Uh, we're going to see a ton of game news this summer. Like I mentioned last episode, with no E3 or any of those events, companies are just fucking bleh and just dropping shit completely out of nowhere i'll break down anything big that jumps out at me during these intros i'm really excited i love give me a summer of gaming news fuck yeah and like stealth drops and information about the new consoles and it's just it's too bad there's not going to be an e3 because i think this e3 would have been a fucking banger but it's still going to be fun uh and speaking of game announcements sony has announced that there will be a state of play which, if you don't know, like Nintendo does Nintendo Directs, Xbox has Inside Xbox, Sony does the State of Play. These are like little uh, 15, 20 minute presentations put on by the company. They just stream them online. You can watch, really fun. I suggest that whatever systems you're interested in, watch them when they come out because they're really neat. Uh, Sony's announced a State of Play for, I guess it'd be today when you guys hear this. It's tomorrow when I'm recording this for the July 20 or for July, for May 27th. Uh, it's going to be all about The Last of Us Part Two. And uh, God, I like I don't know if you do or not. I know I mentioned it every week. I cannot fucking wait to play Last of Us Part Two. Um, I don't assume it's going to have any spoilers in it. There's still so many people running around spoiling this game for people on social media, on Reddit, on Facebook pages, on the internet, fucking everywhere. Just for the record, again, go fuck yourselves if you're running around spoiling that. Why would you want to spoil anything? I've ranted about it a million times. I don't get... You're just a fucking loser. 
That's all it is. That just, it doesn't matter what you're about. You're just, you are a fucking loser. If your big way to get jollies is to run around spoiling something that people have been waiting for for so long, go fuck yourselves. Um, I, that said, I've seen a few spoilers unintentionally. And so I've deleted like the PlayStation 4 Reddit and stuff off my phone. And I still can't wait to play it. Even with the spoil, I don't even care. I'm hoping they're not true because that way I don't know what's coming, but I don't care. I can't wait to play that fucking game. Uh, Sony's also announced that a special edition PS4 Pro with Ellie's tattoo, who's a character from Last of Us, if you didn't know, uh, will be like in the top of it, and it's coming out on June 19th with the game. Um, I guess maybe there's a few people out there that want to play Last of Us 2 that haven't bought a PS4 yet, but like there's 110 million PlayStation 4s out there. I don't know how many more they're going to sell. Like to me, this is just them. They've got a bunch of PS4 pros laying around and they're going to try to blow them out. So they're going to put this design on it and try to cash in on it right now and get rid of it. Uh, get rid of them while you can. And I'll tell you guys just quickly, listen, like if you didn't buy any system, this gen, uh, the Xbox one or the PlayStation four, uh, the months leading up to and after the next gen release is the perfect time to like the perfect time. I bought my PlayStation three, like six months before the PS four came out. I never had one for the whole console or the whole gen. And then in that six months, I played all the uncharted, the infamouses last of us. And it was all like dirt cheap, like dirt cheap and fucking awesome. So like, it's, if you don't mind waiting to play, it's not a bad time to do it. This gen dude, I had an Xbox one when they launched, I didn't really like it. So I got rid of it. I bought a excuse me, an Xbox One Series S on Black Friday last year because they were dirt cheap. And I fucking adore that thing now. Like, if you're loyal to one brand, if you're loyal to Sony or Microsoft, you can grab the other company's system dirt cheap now and play the great exclusive you missed out on because both sides have them, right? If you're a PlayStation gamer, fucking grab an Xbox and with a month of Game Pass, you can play all the Halos, all the Gears of War, Sunset Overdrive, the Ori games. And if you're an Xbox owner and you never played a PlayStation, Spider-Man, God of War, Horizon, uh, Last of Us Part Two is coming out right away. Like there's there's exclusive, like there, both systems. Final Fantasy VII Remake is over on the PlayStation 4 right now. So much fun, man. And they're dirt cheap. I wish I could have done that with the Genesis in the 90s. I'm sure at some point the Super Nintendo and the Genesis got cheap because the new systems were coming out. I just never had any money as a kid, so I couldn't get a Sega Genesis. But now, especially now that I've played some of them and realized how fun some of the games are, I wish that I had uh, been able to pick one up dirt cheap at the end of their generation. So, And speaking of the Switch, actually, I don't think I was speaking of the Switch. I put that in my notes, but I don't think I was talking about the Sega Genesis. Uh, Genesis and the Switch are almost the same thing. The Genesis Classic Collection is on the Switch, so there's your, there's your segue. Speaking of the Switch... Uh, it's getting some Borderlands, some Bioshock, and some XCOM ports this week. Uh, and it's crazy because when these got announced, it was fucking huge. And then we heard nothing else about them. And now they're coming out in a couple of days and we still haven't seen reviews or anything, which has me a little concerned. Uh, cause I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Like I'm not a bio, a Borderlands guy at all. I tried a couple of them, just not for me. Uh, I adore the Bioshock games, but I think I would rather play them on my big TV with my sound system on my Xbox and my PS4. Plus they're cheaper there than they are on the switch. So I probably won't buy those for the switch, but XCOM two intrigues me because I, I've, I've almost bought it a few times now. I've really gotten into that tactical genre. Like I really enjoy those games a lot. Uh, and everyone says XCOM 2 is like the gold standard, but I want to see how it runs on the Switch first, though, because I think I would prefer to have a game like that on the Switch over playing it on my giant TV, I think, but like, 
the fact that we haven't seen a review and it's coming out in a couple of days is a touch concerning for me. So I'm going to wait and see how it runs. Plus, I've read some stories that it only runs decently on Xbox. It's like half decent on the Xbox and the PS4. It's computers where to play it on the stupid PC, and I'm never going to be one of those kids. But I'm curious if you guys are interested in uh, Borderlands, Bioshock, or XCOM. Those are three big gets for the Switch. It's pretty cool to see more and more companies supporting that thing. Um Oh yeah, and quickly before I get into like what have I been playing, and then we get into Kotor. Uh, I don't talk a lot of movies on here. You guys know that I haven't seen hardly anything, but I finally have seen the Star Wars movies. This ties into Kotor. I figured it's a good place to bring it up. I uh, I never watched Star Wars as a kid. I just just wasn't. I always played video games. I never watched any movies. But now that they're on Disney Plus, and my girlfriend and I are stuck in the house, we finally just watched them, and we watched all of them. The only one I haven't seen now of the main ones is Solo. And I haven't seen any of like the TV shows or anything like that. I hear Solo is awful, so I'm not in any hurry to watch it. Um, but I just want to say, first of all, Star Wars is a pretty cool franchise. Like, I hope people support this thing because I wanted to make it. It's pretty neat. I get the hype now. Uh, also, I learned after posting my movie rankings online, uh, Star Wars fans are very passionate and they're very opinionated and they're very angry. And I don't get it. Like, I, I don't like... I mean, I guess maybe the new Ghostbusters movie kind of pissed me off, and Ghostbusters is kind of my Star Wars, so I, I suppose I kind of get it. But, like, I only think three of the... I would I would say ten that I've seen. So that's one through nine plus Rogue One. I only think three of them are bad. And just really quick, I know some of you don't care about... Well, you don't care about Star Wars. I can't imagine you listening to this episode. Uh, but we watched them in the release order. Uh, so we watched... What, so was it four, five, six, one, two, three? Like seven Rogue One Eight Nine, I think, or something, whatever the order is. Uh, and while I can't remember all their names, just quickly, I would rank them from best to worst. Uh, episode five, which I know is Empire Strikes Back, is the best one. I would go five, four, eight. Everyone yelled at me there. Three Rogue Six Seven Nine One Two. Uh, just quickly, only nine, one, and two weren't that good. I didn't really enjoy them, and everyone yelled at me for liking part eight. But I thought it was rad, and then they just dropped the ball with nine. I thought they had set up a story that I was interested in seeing, and then they just went completely different, and it fucking sucked. I didn't like nine at all. Um, and just quickly, the three best characters in Star Wars are Han Solo, BB-8, and Darth Vader. And I don't know if they're in that order or not, but those are my three favorite characters. That's my opinion. Those are my list of my movies. Feels good. I get all the references now. I get it. KOTOR makes a lot more sense. I, I can't imagine playing it not knowing what a Jedi is, which I didn't until I started watching the movies. Uh, but it feels good. feels great. I'm a Star Wars guy now. I fucking get it. It's cool. Um, that's enough. What am I playing? That's what you guys are... You guys probably aren't here for that either. You're here for KOTOR talk. But what have I been playing over the last seven days? And then we'll talk Star Wars. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine. I finished it. I finished it late last night before I went to bed. And uh, man... <laughs> Like, at times, that game was so fun, and at times, it was so fucking bad. God, ugh. we'll definitely do an episode on it soon. I'll share my thoughts. Some people have already asked me, is it going to replace Echo the Dolphin? No, it's Mario Sunshine, like, shits all over Echo the Dolphin, but it's got some problems, and I think Galaxy and Odyssey spoiled 3D Marios for me, and then going back to try to play one of the old ones was a little frustrating. Uh, but I'm glad we're done. I'm glad to be done it because I've finished every Mario game now. That was always a big problem for me. And now it's finished and gone and I can readjust from that goddamn backwards camera. Cause again, if you haven't heard my rant, when you have to move the camera on Mario sunshine, left goes right, right goes left and you can't uninvert it. And it is the most frustrating thing. And then I go down and try to play something on my Xbox and I was trying to use the backwards camera cause I had trained myself to you at fuck. So I'm just done now. I can go back to normal cameras, Mario sunshine, fucking done episode coming soon. Uh, speaking of my Xbox, I finally gave up on Final Fantasy 15. 
I put about 20 hours in. I think I'm at chapter nine and I just like, I want to like it, but I don't, if that makes sense. Like the combat is fun. I like the characters. I like the world, but there's just way too much boring traveling, either walking or riding chocobos or just sitting in the car. And I think the story is worse than this podcast. It just makes no sense. Um, and it's hard for me to walk away from a game like that. Cause I hate leaving games partially done. I don't, I probably finish more games. I start than I don't like if I get past a few hours of a game, I want to see it through to the end most of the time. Uh, and everyone games their own way. There's no wrong way to play video games, but I just don't understand how people don't finish games. Like what's the point of starting 400 movies and then turning them all off 30 minutes in. It's just, I've never, I've never wrapped my head around it. I don't care. Do you fucking play your games, whoever you want to play. You know, and I don't finish everything, but I like to see it through to the end, right? And I'm trying to get better because I have forced myself to finish games that I've dreaded playing because I hated them, but I wanted to see it through to the end. And that ruins the hobby for me. At this point, it's not even a hobby. It's just, it's shit. It's just a shitty job. So uh, I'm, I'm trying. If I'm, if I'm trying to just walk away, if I'm not having fun anymore, I'm just tapping out. I'm just, I'm not finishing it. And that's what's happened with Final Fantasy 15. Fucking suck it. Final Fantasy 15. I played enough to know where I would rank you on my ranks, and it's very low so far. Um, I've also finished Super Castlevania 4 on my Super Nintendo Classic, which won this month's Patreon poll. Pretty rad game. We'll drop an episode on it next month, but I was thoroughly impressed. A lot of it was so cool discovering a new Super Nintendo game that I hadn't played before because I love that system so much. And then I've been playing a ton of Streets of Rage 4 on my Xbox on Game Pass. I went from sucking at it and getting mad at it to being pretty decent at it and still getting mad at it. Because uh, it's really hard, I think, but it's also really fun. Uh, I'll give you a full review of it this Sunday on Expansion Pass, but really, really like it. If you like beat-em-ups, there's a lot of strategy to this one. I would suggest it for sure. And then I'm thinking about trying Medieval this week. I just I know a bunch of you wanted me to wanted it to win the Patreon poll this month. It looks really fun. We'll see if I got time, but I'd like to give it a shot. So that's what I've been playing. That's the news. That's my records of the Star Wars movies. That's enough rambling. Let's talk KOTOR episode 98, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. I've wanted to show the original Xbox more love on this show forever. Because I think in the previous 97 episodes, we've only covered one Xbox exclusive game, and that was the original Halo. Uh, I preferred my Xbox to the PlayStation 2, but I also didn't play a ton of the exclusives aside from the Halos. I never played Jade Empire. I never played Ninja Gaiden. I hadn't played KOTOR until now. And when you look up the list of the best Xbox games, pretty well everyone has Halo, Halo 2, and KOTOR as some order of their top three. And I have to say, after playing through it, I get it. I get the hype. It's really fun. A little confusing, but we'll get into that. I liked it a lot. My old buddy Miklos joined me this week. I'm going to cue some music. And we are going to talk Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. This episode is full of spoilers, by the way. You've been warned. That game dropped originally on the Xbox on July 15th, 2003. Kick back, relax. May the force be with you. Let's talk Star Wars. Here we go. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting is a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly... I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it, Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about this 
stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash remember the game. Okay, so uh, I would have already stated this in the intro, but I don't know. Like, I am not a Star Wars geek. So if you are a super Star Wars, like, hardcore nerd, and we fuck something up today, please don't yell at us. Or if we have to yell at one of us, yell at Mick. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit more of a Star Wars fan. I was going to say, you know your Star Wars, right? Yep. Okay, so you can, you'll cut, you'll pick up the slack. You'll pick, it's, yep. okay, so it's funny because, like, when, so this game won our Patreon poll in May. Or in, in April. And then when I said, we'll do an episode on it, literally, like, I hadn't even turned it on yet. I posted about it. And you messaged me. And we're like, yo, do you have a guest for KOTOR yet? And I, and I was like, no. And you were like, okay, I'm in. So, like, what uh, the... So, you like you like KOTOR? Oh, man. I probably played it, like, five or six times trying to get all the different things you can do. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, like, but that's... Well, okay. Because you're... Like you said, you're a bit of a Star Wars nerd. And you're also, yeah. like a like, a board game dungeons and dragons all that type of stuff nerd right oh yeah i love rpgs okay they're my favorite so then did the combat system in this game make sense to you right away yep okay no, i got I, I got it pretty quick it wasn't it, it wasn't too bad i mean it was kind of like a prototype um system that uh doesn't get used very often did, did get used in a bunch of older games uh, but I think they did a really good job with this one. Once you kind of get the hang of it, yeah, it... and, and uh, trying to like it's no the AI system's not great. No, it isn't. <laughs> but uh, you, building your own characters is pretty cool. Yeah, like okay, because I liked more of this game than I didn't like. But there's a couple yeah. of things, and the first thing is, admittedly, like I only started watching Star Wars when they came to Disney Plus. So I'm I'm new to the universe, but I don't think you need to know that much about like as long as you know about the, like the you know the force and the dark side and like lightsabers, I think you're pretty good. Like there's no real unless I'm mistaken and I missed it. I don't think there's any real references to most of the movies because this happened like a couple of thousand years before the movies. Yeah. So, so I don't think you need to know about Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker or any of that stuff nope. to play them. You know, no, nope, um, just the force. Yeah, just the force. If you understand, because the force is such a big part of the game but like i will say mick because i've played quite a few rpgs in my time as well i've never played dungeons and dragons or anything but i've played a lot of video game rpgs it took me a long time to figure out the combat in this fucking game and the stats and the weird numbers and admittedly like i originally dude like when i finished i was like i was ready to roast this game in the sense of like there's no tutorial mode really they don't really explain anything but then that's what i that's what i love man i love getting into a game 
uh, and it not really explaining how everything works. Oh, as opposed and, to. And, and, as opposed to it, like spoon feeding you. Yeah, as opposed to Final Fantasy fifteen. Fifteen. Oh fuck me! <laughs> Jesus, that well, game is uh, the worst for that. We'll stick to Kotor, but I've been playing Final <laughs> Fantasy fifteen for the first time and messaging with Mick about it. Mick's like, oh, "Are you done the twenty hour tutorial yet?" It's not even twenty <laughs> hours, man. It's longer than it's that. Like the whole game is teaching I you stuff. I, I think I played like a day or or more. And I was like, I'm not even, I can't even control a second player, but <laughs> so it, yeah. Okay. So, so like to but me, this, there's a, this, there's a middle ground. You, yeah. There's a, there's a happy balance between not explaining anything and explaining too much. And I was ready to rip this game for not explaining the combat to me. But then I did realize for what it's worth when this game came out back in what? Oh, three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, three. Uh, it came with an instruction manual. That games don't come with today, right? Yeah. And I'm just so used to games today where there aren't any instruction manuals. That's why you have those tutorials because there's no manual. Um, yeah. And this game obviously would have come with one because, like, dude, the so like if you've never played Kotor, like the combat is not like a traditional JRPG where like you pick like attack and then it's your next turn you pick attack and then you pick an item. Like you have all these like pluses and minus and it's like it's apparently it rolls a dice. Is that what it is? Yep. So. Yep. What the fuck? Everything's about the dice roll. Okay, so does that mean every single time you attack a bad guy, it rolls the dice? Yeah. Okay, because I literally finished the game and still don't entirely understand what was happening during okay, the combat. So, so, so for basic, uh, I'll just use like it as a D and D kind of reference. Yeah. Uh, in D and D, you have uh, what's called your armor class, and if you can't roll higher than someone's armor class with your bonuses so say if their armor class is 16 and you roll a d20 and you got like 12 but you get a plus three and it's 15 you would miss okay so a d20 is a 20-sided dice yes so you would roll it get a 12 and then you have a three bonus which brings you up to 15 but if the other guy's defense is 16 then you don't hit him yes oh see just that makes it make more sense than anything <laughs> i fucking came across during this game um yeah because I was so like, mi- oh fuck me. So you're gonna have these guys who've got like real good evasion or whatever, right? So you're trying to figure out how to hit them, uh, and then you got to kind of like switch up your tactics, right? It's it's like the kind of the classic uh, RPG thing is like some people are really good with regular defense, but their magic defense is horrible. Right. This one would be like force defense or like special attack defense, right? Oh, right. Okay. Because, like, I didn't understand it at first. And then I also feel like I made a mistake. Because when you start the game, you can pick from Scout, Soldier, or Scoundrel. And I thought Scoundrel sounded coolest, so I picked that one. Yeah. Um, And basically, like, as I was reading about it, they were just like, yeah, Scoundrel, like, kind of sucks at attacking early on. Yeah. Um, And so, like, every time I used a sword, I missed. So then I was using guns and just staying as far away from them as I could. But, like... But then, like, the other thing is, like, it doesn't, again, it doesn't, maybe it explains it in the manual, but, like, the first few times I got into combat, so then I'm, like, bashing the button, like, to go attack, 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 because I'm thinking maybe this plays, like, Mass Effect, but then it doesn't, like, you set it to attack, and then you could just put the controller down unless you want to do something else. (laughs) What the fuck? I just, I've never played anything like that. It's very, it's very, like, uh, like, hands-on if you want it to be. Yeah. I know that uh, I would when I would make like a group, I would usually try to take uh, two force users and then a gun guy. Okay, yeah, me so too. So I I would either use uh, like the Mandalorian. I think is pretty good 
Is there a Mandalorian in this one, or is that the other? Yeah, one? no, that's um. Oh, guys, I'm sorry. I had all the characters brought up. I'll bring them back because everyone's gonna get mad at us if we don't know all their fucking names. Um, I, I've forgotten most of the character names. It's been forever. I could I could tell you what most of them do. I'm just looking. Uh, but I would usually have that evil. Candorous. Can- Candorous uh, is the Mandalorian. Yeah. I would pick him, or uh, I liked picking the uh, uh, the Twi'lek. Twilight. Um, oh yeah, the mission. The, the yeah, yeah. I like picking her because just having her as a support character because she's a really good scoundrel. She can unlock like everything. Right. As you go on, uh, the same with the robot, the assassin droid. Oh, he's the, pretty good at doing, he's the best. He's pretty, he's pretty good at H- yeah. Once HK, you get him, HK forty seven. Yeah. 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 Once he joined but, my party, I never took him out. I thought but, he was yeah, fucking hysterical. <laughs> Uh, have, having him in your party, I mean, it, it, his, he's really good, but it's disadvantage is that you can't use just healing spells. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, which I thought was pretty cool. It's a really good thing to have, especially if you have a character that is kind of overpowered mm-hmm. to give them some kind of weakness. Right. Which I think this game did really good. Uh, I really liked how this game lets you kill characters. Dude, uh, yes. If you so, wanted to be evil. Okay, because, like, there you go. Okay, so, like, because we'll get into the characters and stuff. But, like, the, and I, okay, so before I played this game, the, the, all the review, because this thing is, like, universally loved. Like, this game yeah. has got great reviews across the board, everywhere you look. Really, the only criticism of it is that the first four or five hours are quite slow. And, uh, oh, yeah. And they are. Like, I almost quit, like, in the first <laughs> few hours. And I was going to come on and just be like, I don't get it. This game fucking well, sucks. Once, once you get to go into other worlds, yeah, and I, and I like how like uh, they definitely scale it based on which ones you pick in order. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you're like, I want to go to the water world, the water world is set up for whatever uh, your last uh, thing that you beat is, or whatever your level is at. Yeah, yeah. So you're going in, and you're always fighting stuff like around your level. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. Agreed. Because the first, yeah, dude, like that first two hours when the only person in your party is shitty Karth. The yeah. fucking Republic. And like, oh yeah, so I looked online too because I was like, this guy's a fucking loser. And then I looked online and everyone hates him. Like, yeah. he's just a fucking Boy Scout and I hate him. <laughs> he's not good. Uh, fun fun thing you can do is, uh, well, because uh, I'm assuming you played a male Hoju. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then you can have like the romantic relationship with uh, the the first female chick, the one that you have like the bond with, uh, Basila. Yeah. Yeah. With Basila, you yeah. can have like a romantic relationship with her, but if you play as a female, you can have the romantic relationship with Garth. Oh fuck. That would suck. <laughs> Garth is such a loser. So, okay. So like you're stuck in that first world and you don't have any force powers at all. Yeah. Uh, and you've got lame ass Karth following you around. And and I was like, well, this kind of sucks, and Karth fucking sucks, and and everyone was like, just get off the first land and the first planet, and it gets so much better. And then you start to unlock the abilities of like using the force, and then you get a yeah. lightsaber, which made combat so much better because again, the scoundrel. Okay, because you, I meant to bring that up because you mentioned that you always brought mission because she could do stuff like pick locks and things like that. Yeah. Making my character a scoundrel, like I picked all my locks and stuff. Um, and now knowing what I know, and they don't really explain it when you start the game, you're right. Like I wouldn't waste my main character on having those abilities when I could just have someone in my party do it. I want my main character to be a badass. 
that's something too when you go and play it like a second time you kind of have the idea of what you're looking for yeah in a, in a group yeah the first time you play through is, is going to be a lot harder for sure and especially the way you play like uh I found the difficulty setting was more aligned with your personal alignment that you were doing. So if you wanted to be evil throughout the game, uh, you got money and items so much faster. Oh, and your guys got stronger so much faster. Yeah, than yeah. If you played it, it's like uh, good. Yeah, I read that because I went complete dark side. Like by the end of that game, I had fucking. I never even got one of the players, which I'll get into in a minute. I assume I killed her. Like I killed uh, everybody. <laughs> Uh, everybody <laughs> any chance i had to kill someone i did any chance yeah. anytime i did something good for somebody and they were like oh thank you so much and it was like you could shake them down for a reward i would <laughs> and then it would be like okay i can give you this and you're like oh we need more than that i was like i went full evil and i had so much money like i never even spent most of the money i had um but yeah, yeah I, I, I read that too it's a harder game if you play on the good side yeah so it's so much harder um yeah and there's the the other thing too is like you're not getting into random battles so you're yeah. not you can't just like grind through like the, you you can like finish an area i think you can leave the world and then like come back and then like grind through again right but uh they're all kind of like set at like low levels so you're not gaining a lot of experience they're like actively trying to get you to Go explore a new area. <laughs> yeah, it's like, not. Oh. It's certainly not like like a Final Fantasy six or something where you could just walk around the overworld and make bank. Oh, yeah. Like, did you did you uh, do that thing I said about uh, saving in the water level before you leave underwater? No, I forgot. I did. Okay, because okay. I do want to ask you about that. I did save a lot, and that's one thing that like that was a throwback to vintage gaming for me almost. Because yeah. like everything I read was like save, 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 and I like yeah. by the end of the game I had five save files, and basically like every five minutes I would just save over the oldest one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it was like I kind of felt like I was spamming save states, but at the same time I was like I suck at this, and like it doesn't some, auto save very often. Some of those battles too are hard, and they come out of fucking nowhere. Out of nowhere, bro! You can be just walking <laughs> through a temple, wasting everybody, and then yeah. all of a sudden you turn a corner, fucking like one of the the last, like the the one of the last temples in the game where you go to that like tropical island and they help you get into the temple. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? You're yeah. walking through and you're like fighting all these like droid guardians or whatever and it's like a walk in the park and then I turn to this corner into this room where there's like a Sith Lord and these two androids. And I probably yeah, fought and th them 10 times and got my ass kicked every time. Yeah, man. And they will fuck you up. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> fuck around at all. And it's weird because yeah. it almost gives you this like fake sense of like confidence where you think like, okay, I've got it. Like we're powerful. Yeah. We're fine. And then all of a sudden it just feeds you your lunch. Fuck yeah, me. I, um, I was going to say, uh, particularly with like the battle system and how it, uh, it doesn't really teach you what to do. I found the same thing with because uh, I'm playing Octopath Travelers right now, mm -hmm. where they were just like, "This is how it works," and then they were like, "There you go, get yeah. in there," and you spend like a couple hours like trying to figure out how the combat system works. Yeah, yeah, and it, then yeah. and then like the further you advance, and you're like, "Oh my god, there's even more <laughs> and yeah. more and more," and you're like, "Damn it!" Uh, yeah. That's kind of the same thing here, uh, and the same thing in Octopath Travelers where they just like. Oh yeah, you're grinding through this level, and then you have to fight the boss, and the boss is like ten, twenty times harder than anything you're fighting around you. Yeah, and one thing so, I and one thing I found in this game is like, because you only have three people in your party, and yeah. like the combat is is real time. 
I guess. Like, I mean, I think technically it goes back and forth, but like the combat's very quick. Uh, and if you if you let the combat get away from you, you're fucked. Yeah. Like, and I yeah. learned that the hard way. Like, until I le- got the ability to heal with like my Jedi powers and stuff, uh, I would kind of forget about somebody, thinking like, "Oh, we're almost done. We're almost done." And then all of a sudden, somebody drops dead, and I'm yeah. like, "Uh oh!" And then just I was fucked. It just seemed like, like you know what I mean? Like it seemed like you'd be going along fine, and then in a matter of 15 seconds, you'd lose a fight. Just everything yeah. would go off the rails. Yeah, you you mess up just a little bit, and you're like, oh, I'm a fuck. Yeah. God damn it. And then you got, so, like, that's where, like, the, I, fuck, once you start unlocking new people in your party, and particularly once you start getting some jet, like, some powers and stuff like that, yeah. uh, it became, I thought it became so much more fun. Like, oh, yeah. so the, much the game, more fun. The game definitely builds and builds on itself. Oh, yeah. so that, that uh, underwater area. Yeah, when yeah. you're leaving, you know how there's, like, the their god or whatever, that big creature? Um, it's, I, it'll be like, it's like blocking your way or something and you can, you have like choices on what to do. Like you can kill it. You can destroy something oh, that kills it. Yeah. The thing. Yeah. It's like blocking the, 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 whatever that healing stuff that comes out of the water is and you yeah. can like poison it or like scare it off of the pump or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you kill it, that's it. Game over. There is no getting out of that new, they come up and they arrest you and then they put you through court and you, that is it you're done that happened to me <laughs> yeah that's exactly what happened to me because i was going full dark side and so i was yeah. like oh we're killing this fucking thing oh, oh yeah and quick shout out i can't remember which turtle it is one of the two people living underwater in that um tunnel is yeah. it's got one of the i think it's leonardo from the 87 turtles cartoon and okay. the minute he started talking i was like holy fuck that's a turtle and i looked it up and it was that's just my own i'm not a star wars geek i'm a turtles geek and i got that felt yeah. good but anyway yeah i killed him and i was just like Haha. and i killed everything else underwater and then went back up and then they arrested me and i was like what the fuck are you talking about and then i went to the trial and there's all kinds of different situations in this game where you answer questions and i assume yeah. that the game plays based on how you answer your questions right so yeah. i'm kind of talking back and stuff during my trial and then they just sentenced me to death i died and it was game over and i had to redo all the shit i did underwater i quit for like a day and a half i was so angry i was like okay that's a great touch but what the fuck how do you not auto save for me so i don't have to redo all this shit what the fuck so is that where you warned me to save yeah yeah that's what i was trying to warn you about fuck me save a lot that way like you can just go back and not kill the thing yeah gee dude oh that'd be great (laughs) advice for anybody if you're playing this game for the first time save 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 save. yeah you've got like like i was playing it on my xbox one on backwards compatible and it was like i forgot the original xbox showed you how many blocks of memory you had left and yeah. uh, it said I had like 30 some thousand blocks because it's got a one terabyte hard drive in it or whatever. Uh, so I yeah. just was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be saving every eight fucking seconds, especially <laughs> after that fucking trial happened. So what a joke that was. Fuck me. Um, yeah. Uh, something I think they also did really well in this was uh, particularly since it's like uh, around the map. Right. Like, you don't. it's not open world per se. Like you get a big map. Yeah, you can and go then, from, like, look, planet to planet. And then there's, like... But they did a really good job on, like, side quests. Particularly they, uh, side quests uh, that you had to get stuff from other planets. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I my, thought they did a great job with that. Yeah, man. my t- To me, the two biggest strengths in this game are... Because, like, I could take or leave the combat. Just not my... Like, as much as I enjoyed this game, I realized, like, that combat is not my style of game. 
but I but I had yeah. fun. Uh, but to me, the two greatest things they did, one of them we'll get into in a minute, was like they did a great job of making the good and evil decisions matter, uh, which yes. so many games yeah. don't. And we'll get into that in a second. But the second thing they did was I literally did pretty much every side quest in this game, or at least most of them. And normally after a few hours, I get bored of side quests and just want to play the main game. But like yeah. every side quest was, I found them fascinating. They weren't all just, oh, hey, this fucking bad guys terrorizing our town can you go kill it and then we'll give you stuff like they were some of them were really intuitive and they actually had like problem solving elements to them you know what i mean where you could figure out like how like uh, the one that sticks out to me is where you deal with the sand people is that what they're called oh yeah yeah, the sand people or whatever they're called those fucking little weird talking savages well i'm tattooing or whatever yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, they're a problem. And then they're like, one of the options is to go get the droid HK-47 that can speak their language, get their costumes, go out, negotiate with them and solve their problem. And then maybe they'll leave them alone. Or you could just yeah. go in guns blazing and kill all of them. And the yeah. company that's on that planet's like, we don't really care how you deal with it. Just get rid of them. D- yeah. Um, and I thought like, there's a ton of scenarios like that that I thought were really like... Like, I can't believe there's more RPGs today that don't do it as well as this game did almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they do, um, and they do a pretty good job too of being like, um, having some of your decisions not always lie. Like, so say you, uh, kill someone, uh, like your options to kill them, and you're like, oh, I'm going to kill them. You kill them later on. Someone's like, you didn't kill that guy, did you? Yeah. And then it like messes up some story later on. Yeah. And, like so you so like some items you can't get. Uh or like even characters, right? You uh on that grasslands planet, it's probably the one where you killed the uh, the evil Jedi. Um she's like she's like a cat lady. Yeah, I never got her. Because I was yeah. just killing everybody. I didn't realize she was a playable character. I wouldn't have killed yeah. her. <laughs> I didn't realize because I got so into this mindset of killing everybody. Yeah. Um is she any good? Yeah, she's real good. Fuck. And is she dark side? And, yeah, and oh. uh, I think you can. I think in this game in particular, you can get people to switch their alignment. I think some of them do, through, like they through, through with through with talking with them. In the second one, they do a much better job. And in the second one, except for the robots, you can turn. You can give everyone else the force. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's another thing one. I like. Is, uh, and actually, this goes back to fantasies because I, I played Fantasy Star 4 for the first time last year. Uh, I like it when games have like robots in your party and you like you mentioned earlier, you can't heal them normally. Yeah. I think that's yeah, a really cool touch. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to you have to have med packs and stuff for you guys, but then you have to have repair packs for the robots. But those are the same repair packs you use to fix regular droids that are laying around. Yeah. Um, really, I think that's a, like, I think that's a, a drastically underrated aspect of the game. Cause then it was like, well, what do I want to do my repair kits? Do I want to heal HK 47 or do I want to save them to try to heal one of these droids that's landing around or fix one of these droids that's laying around and then turn it loose to attack for me? Yeah. Like, and that's another thing it did that I thought was so cool. The first time I came across it, you could hack like computers, you could hack droids and all this kind of stuff. And then and then use yeah, you them could, to you your could advantage. Avoid a lot of battle if you if you could find like terminals. You were like, oh, I'm gonna get the, like because you could look through the cameras. Yeah. And you're like, look at all these people standing around. What if we just explode the terminal 
and then all the guys die. Yeah, and then you like, don't you have could, to fight any of them. You, you could, there's other ones where you can like drop poison gas, or yeah, like you can fix the droids, and they go around shooting things. Yeah, and all of that, and like I thought that was so cool because all that comes at a cost of your computer spikes or your repair parts or whatever. But yeah. the better that your character, whatever character you're using, is at computers and repair, the less it the costs less. you. Uh, yeah. really like, I don't understand how more games don't in like in bring in stuff like that by today's standards. Cause that's so clever. Like yeah. I thought my only problem with that whole thing was again, making my guy, the scoundrel, I had him just doing most of that stuff. And yeah. I was like, well, this is no fun. I would rather be the badass and have an expert on my team that can do that stuff. Yeah. So. And that's kind of where, where, uh, a lot of these characters too do shine is, um, how, like how specialized they are. And the, particularly like cross specialization. So like your, uh, your Twilight girl, I can't remember her mission. Yeah. She is really good at computer stuff. And then, uh, I think she's good with like talking to people too. But then you look at like the assassin droid who's just like great at killing people, but also good at, uh, uh, doing the computer stuff. So if you're in a dungeon on like a, on a, where there's uh, like on a spaceship or something, you would say pick that guy because you know you're going to get in a lot of fighting. But if you're like on a town or like running around town, you pick the Twilight chick so that she can has has a little bit more uh, range in getting the things that you want. Yeah. Yeah, they right? did a... Yeah, you're right. Every character like played so different. Like, and forget the, like, the combat. Because like, I mean, yeah. in combat, they all either basically play like melee attack or shooting. Um, yeah. but it's those other effects, like you said, the, the being able to talk to being able to pick locks or hack computers or fix stuff. Uh, I thought that was, I thought that was such a great borderline underutilized aspect, but maybe only felt, felt underutilized. Cause again, my guy was the one doing all of it. Um, yeah. but really and, cool. And, the, and, the, and there's just like so much you can do with it too. Right. So, uh, particularly like, uh, since you're building all of these characters, uh, and like, I think about it from like, um, doing it playing D and D where you're like, you kind of almost want to pick what your end goal is for your character. Yeah. And like, then like what path you, you do you really want to take them you down? Really, yeah. Yeah. You really kind of want to plan it out so you can have like really specialized characters, uh, coming through, uh, or you can try to have well-rounded guys and you just miss stuff. Right. Right. So like the difficulty of getting through all the battles, you can do real easy. But then you're like sacrificing, uh, having to do all like not being having to do all these battles. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you're like, I'm just gonna goon it. I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna beat everything up. Or you get a guy's like your scoundrels that like sneak around and try to do like uh, kill people without ever having to interact with them. Yeah, there's like like I understand how people play through this game multiple multiple times yeah. because like. First of all, there's so many different ways to like address every planet and every planet side quests and every planet scenarios. And that's another thing I loved because I was worried when I got playing it that it was going to because I like Mass Effect. Uh, the first two Mass Effects in particular are great, <laughs> but like they're so big. You know what I mean? And it's just like I hate I hate, like I borderline don't like giant open world games because I'm like, there's just too much and I don't want to miss a whole bunch of stuff. Whereas this one, like when I finished my first planet, I was like, that was really well done because it's nice and tight. 
Go in. There's side quests you can go find if you want to find them. You, if you deal with how you want to deal with them. And then it's like, all right, clean sweep. Let's move on to the next planet. And then maybe you're going yeah. back once or twice. Like, I thought that was really well done. Really well Heaven, done. Having that closed map really helps, too. Oh, so much. Right? And then like, you can only go here. Yeah, so much. Like, every planet isn't a whole fucking planet. It's just one part yeah. of the planet. And then, like you mentioned... Uh, they did a great job too of like you can it's Mega Man style where you can do the planets in any order but yeah. they obviously because I was thinking that as I was playing it I was like boy it sure seems like they're leveling as I level I was like either I picked the right order or they just happen to uh, adjust the different like the levels of the bad guys based on your level which is clearly what they do um, yeah which at the time too was something that no one else is doing and a lot of things like that's not really I mean Skyrim kind of does it um there are other games that do it, particularly some open world games, mm-hmm. right? But this idea that you have, you, like, you can do these in any order, uh, and then it not mattering, like, yeah. you're still going to level up. Yeah. So so you can go back and be like, well, and it gives a lot of variety to the game, especially for replay value. Absolutely. Like, like this is one of the few RPGs, and I'm like, I would play through this again. Like, just because I want to, yeah. because I went all dark side, and I want to see what happens if you go good guy. Um, yeah. Uh, you, you can. If you want to just see the ending, um, you can go with your dark side guy, uh, like your save right before your final decisions. Yeah. And you just choose all the good ones. Oh, Uh, oh, here's something else that was really cool now that I'm thinking about that is uh, if you were making a character that was good and you have all these like good force powers. Yeah. And then you switch to go to the dark side and you still have all these good powers. Uh, they cost more and they work less. Oh, really? If you use any of your dark side stuff, which is really cool too, but because they also like balance, right? Uh, what's going on? Like, so say for the dark side, you have uh, like lightning, yeah, which is really cool because it affects like a bunch of people, and particularly it helps with robots. Yeah, uh, you can then pick uh, disabled droid on the on the good side for fighting robots, right? So you, it's just a different spell, uh, but has the light side powers. Oh, that's really, yeah, that's really cool. I got, dude, I got such a kick out of that. Once I became a Jedi and I could get a, access the powers, and then every time I leveled up, I was like flipping through the powers being like, which one do I want to take and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I, I thought that was fucking, like, to me, that was the coolest part of the game. And like the best, to me, the best power is the choke. Because oh, it's just yeah. so iconic. <laughs> and I just would yeah. love that. I'd choke a guy, and then while he's choking, just whack him with my lightsaber and be like, oh, I'm such a badass. This is so I, fun. I, I did very much enjoy lightning. It kind of has a similar effect. It slows everyone down. Right. Right? So they'll like move, and then they'll like stutter because you're just laying in this lightning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Right? Yeah, it, was, oh, it became so much like... I was 10, 12, 15 hours in and I was like, where the fuck was this for the first? Like, I'm so glad I didn't quit in the first few hours because I was like, this is awesome. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work gone like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but Kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the 
best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac, and every 15 minutes on the clock, they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses. I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a CrashPlan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. And then we had already mentioned it. Like, I, I, I enjoy video games where you can pick between being good or bad. Um, yeah. but a lot of games, they put that in, but then it doesn't really matter. Like I'm thinking, have you ever played the infamous games? Uh, I've played a little bit. I haven't actually finished one. I, I adore those games. And in all three of them, you're super, like you have superpowers and you can choose between being a hero or a villain, but it doesn't yeah. really matter. Like at the end of the day, the game is going to play out the exact same way. Whereas yeah. like, first of all, I started to notice that my guy was getting all the veins and getting the creepy looking eyes and stuff like that. And I was like, oh dude, I think he's like, I'm getting, I'm going evil. This is fucking awesome. And then like certain people interact with you certain ways. And then I guess spoilers, I mean, you guys should expect spoilers on this show, but, uh, at the, near the end of the game, after you finish that temple on that Island and you go back to the ship, uh, and at this point, I don't know if there's another way for it to happen, but like when I ran into Bastila, cause she'd been kidnapped, she was evil. Like she had yeah. been turned bad. And then the two of us like teamed up and we killed the old uh, Jedi, Jolie. Yeah. And yeah. then we get back to the ship and Karth is like, what's going on? And then we just like, <laughs> and then we ended up killing Mission and we killed Big Z, the Wookiee. And then it was just <laughs> me, Bastila, HK-47 and Candorous, like all the badasses. And I, because yeah. I hated Bastila for the whole game. I hated her. And then when she was evil, I was like, dude, you're fucking awesome now. I was like, this is wicked. And then I found yeah, out that, that I was the bad guy. Like, that was so yeah. rad. Yeah, no, that, the, yeah, we're, we're trying to stop this guy. It's you. <laughs> yeah. Everyone had mentioned, dude, everybody in all the reviews had mentioned this big twist in this game. And I was like, and I was wondering, like, what could it be? Because I had never had it spoiled. And they were like, if you have by not chance, if you've by chance not had it spoiled, they're like, don't spoil it for yourself. Just play it. And then when I found out that it was, I was like, wow, that's actually a pretty cool twist. Like, that's pretty rad. But now I want to know, like, have you finished the game as a good guy? Yep. Like, so what happens is Bastila, can you convince her to come back to the good side or is she evil forever? Yep. Well, you guys are tied together. Right. So she'll come meet, she'll go good if you're good? Yeah. Oh, that's lame. I like her bad. Here's here's the thing, too. You could, uh, from the beginning... Uh, get her to go dark side by all your interactions. So, uh, if you the this is like a grindy thing to do, but like every time you do something, like go back to your ship, talk to all of the people, and like you can decide like so you can get all these people that are bad, uh, over to the good side. 
you can get oh. all these people that are that are that are good and bring them to the bad side. So okay. you could have a team full of everyone being dark, but it just depends on uh, how much you're willing to put into talking with them. That makes sense. Wow, oh, that's so right? cool. How the fuck is a game that deep back then and the <laughs> games aren't like that now? Like that's right? so well done. Fuck me. And then you know what's and a great it, touch? Sorry, is when you come back and like and Karth like runs off and then you kill Mission and Big Z and like I got on the ship with the rest of my evil guys. Bastila's even like she's like the droids will follow you no matter what. Yeah. Um which I think is a, I know that like HK forty seven is dark side and uh what the fuck is the other one? T M or T three M four? Maybe I think yeah. yeah. That sounds right. Anyway, he's kind of in between. But like I love that again, much like how you can't heal droids, they don't have they'll just go with you either way. Like they'll just yeah. listen. Um, oh yeah, and then when you find out HK forty seven was your droid, right? yeah, <laughs> I, that because he was my favorite character to begin with. And then when I found that out, I was like, wow! And I was like, you're never leaving my side again, my friend. Like you're yeah. the best. And he just calls everyone meatbag, and he's just a piece of shit to everybody. Ah oh, fuck! <laughs> what a great fucking game, man. I love this game. Uh, something else that was cool, particularly, uh, was. Um the upgrading items with certain like uh so like for instance your lightsaber uh you could change your lightsaber crystals yeah so you could have like uh you could have like a big red one or you could have like an unstable yellow one so it like uh twitches out uh there i think you can get a silver one uh yeah. you can be you can be like double bladed lightsabers uh but you can also do the same thing you can get stuff for your uh uh, guns and your swords that like you know give them bonuses and then you can take them off put them on other ones yeah you and know? like I, even if i didn't completely understand all the numbers and stuff i did understand that like the the higher your bright green positive number was the stronger you were yeah and uh and actually you know who i put the most time into making him strong and then it kind of sucks that he died was the wookie uh Zalbar. Oh, okay. <laughs> because by the time you go to his planet and that's all over and you like get out of there uh yeah. you like i had him double equipped with like i don't know some weapon we got from his planet and then this other thing that i'd upgraded about. he was a fucking tank like yeah, could you get a couple like if you specialize in like two-handed or two we- two weapons or whatever yeah so you can so use you a can weapon have, like, in each hand hand yeah you could be like oh sweet man i'm gonna use these two powerful handguns yeah and then he's just going around cowboy style shooting everything yeah like once i uh once Bastila left, because my team was always Bastila, and then I would flip who I wanted as my third. But then once yeah. she left, I primarily rolled with like Zalbar because he was a tank, and then HK forty seven because he was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and so I would have my lightsaber. I had a dual edge lightsaber, and then Zalbar had two weapons where he just go hack and slash, and then HK forty seven would stand in the back and just chirp and shoot. And I was yep. so happy. Like, I fucking... <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, if anyone listening to this has played the first few hours and been like, this is kind of slow, blah. Get through that. I promise it gets better. Just put on a podcast, this, listen this to it, this, get this through isn't it. Like, this isn't like Final Fantasy 15 where you're going to put in like 50 hours of tutorial. Yeah, yeah. It's a few, it's a few hours. Uh, it's, it's a lot. It, it, I think the way they do it is pretty good. I mean, it's slow. But once you get off that first planet, yeah, it, it really it really is like okay, now you have everything you need. Yeah, you have to right? get through you, that I, planet. You need to get a party, and you need to be able to start using some powers, and yeah. then it really starts to like open up and get fun. Yeah, uh, but it but it does kind of like give you the idea of how everything works. It gives you a little bit of uh, 
a little bit uh what's the word i'm looking for i guess it it's a little bit challenging oh dude there's a dude there's a fight early and i looked it up there's a fight early on the first plan where you have to go down to like you know on the, on the slums or wherever wherever the people yeah. the poor people live and there's these fucking like people that have been mutated into creatures Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. and like I've read, some people say that's the hardest fight in the game is those fucking creatures in the first couple hours because you're underpowered and you're still learning, and they have to fight these guys. They killed me yeah, so and, many and fucking and times. And your, and, your, and your resources are like really low. Yeah. Oh, right? I was so you're I was like fuck. I don't have, because like a lot of the places like uh, where you would go to buy stuff, they only have like three health potions. Right? Yeah. You're like, oh well, I'll buy all three of them, and you're like, I'm probably gonna use them. And you don't so have like, access to like, powers to like heal yet or anything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I died so many times. I was like, again, I almost quit. I was like, fuck this. I don't get it. Yeah. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. And then I looked it up, and people were like, no, no, they're gonna kill you. Like, they're it sucks. <laughs> uh, and then there's a fight there. There's a fight. I think it's in there. I think it's on that main island, maybe. But you have to fight this like big creature. And if you're, and I, he fucked me up the first time and then I Googled how to fight him and they were like, oh, if you've got this poison bomb, just go plant it on the corpse and he'll go over and sniff it. It'll blow up and it'll kill him. And yeah, I was like, there's what? Like, there's <laughs> lots of things where you can just kill stuff. Yeah. And I was like, that's the, right. to me, that was the first example. And I was like, what? I don't even have to fight a boss. I can just do this one thing and it kills him. That's yeah, awesome. So it, like, there's a bunch of things that like encourage you thinking outside of the box, which, uh, I should uh, maybe get a couple comics together or whatnot. I have uh, the Rick and Morty D and D. Yeah, it, it's just like a dungeon crawl, so it's it's basic, very easy. Comes with pre-made characters and everything. But maybe I'll have to do that and have you play. Yeah, that's as I'd be interested to like learn a little more about how it works now because I was I went from un completely confused and frustrated to having fun but confused to like that was a fun game and i'm still just a little bit confused but not very much but just a little and i didn't have to finish the game with karth and that makes it all better so oh yeah and there was that fucking dude did you spend a lot of time playing that card game yes what the fuck was that game called um uh there's people Uh, listening to this that are gonna yell at us yeah it starts um, with this i literally finished this like two weeks ago um anyway yeah there's uh some cool shit you can get with the game it uh it's what uh, i it, first do when i first started playing it i was like this is so fucking cheap and it's like because you basically <laughs> have to count up to 20 get as close to 20 as you can um yeah. if you've never played it i don't even think we could do it justice to explain it but like the first few times i was playing i was like the computer just kept hitting the right cards to win and i was like yeah. this is bullshit <laughs> but then you start to unlock extra cards you oh pazic pazak Pazak, yeah. that's what it's called. Uh, then you start to unlock cards where you can have like the plus or minus aspect of the card. And then yeah. it becomes totally playable. And I was like, dude, this would be a fun like mobile game on its own. Yeah. Like, um, just this. Yeah, that's, that was, it was kind of like that uh, card game in Final Fantasy IX. Yeah, Final Fantasy the, IX had a great card game. In the, in the aspect that you were like, uh, I'm gonna save before every card game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm probably gonna lose. Yeah, those games are so like some of the like I played Witcher three and I fucking I hate Gwent the card game in it. I don't get it. I don't. I get it. I just don't like it. Uh, That's fair. Whereas the Final Fantasy nine one I thought was rad, and this one I didn't play a ton of. But every time I came across somebody that would play, I would throw yeah. a wager down and play. Especially because as the dark side, I had so much money to blow. I didn't even care. Um, yeah, I could get how if you're playing on the light side, those would be like invaluable to make money. 
Yeah. Like, because, yeah, like on the dark side, you could hold everyone up for money, kill people and take their money. Like the dark side, it's so easy to make cash. I can't even imagine how little money you have playing it the other way. Oh, you have so little, man. So And like, so you're like always just scraping by until like you get force powers. Then you're like all in on uh, like force power regeneration. You're making characters that are hyper specialized. Right. Right. You're like, no, nah, man, my character, this uh, Basil is only going to be using for healing. Essentially. Right. Right. You're like, that's all you're going to do. <laughs> Don't even bother doing anything else. And then you just have two tanks that go up and just take a beating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was fucking. I man. I'm thoroughly impressed. Like I like. I've never played a game like this before, and I was like, and like, and I love the original Xbox, and this game shows up on almost every list of the best original Xbox games. It's Halo, Halo Two, and this are the three yeah. best original Xbox games. And so I was like, all right, fine. I should fucking play this, and then at least I'll know. Uh, thoroughly impressed. Like, what a great RPG. Fucking. The characters are fun. It just like the only complaint I have really is I find it a little confusing, which is what that's more me than the game. And then that first few hours is boring as fuck. Yeah. Um, but you just got to get through it. You just get through that first few hours and then it gets fucking rad. I just read it was placed number three on the best games of the decade, 2000 to 2009. It was the third best game of the decade, um, yeah, I, which I, I believe. Can, I, can, I could see it, man. It is, is so much replayability. Yeah. Uh, the storyline is good. Uh, you can really do it, the consequences, like having people die because you're like, because they attacked you and you didn't realize that they were a person that you could play. Yeah. Because there's lots of people that just attack you and you just kill them. Like I'm thinking and, of like Final Fantasy seven. Imagine if you could kill Vincent, <laughs> like instead of recruiting him, you had to, you could fight him and kill. Cause I had no idea literally until 20 minutes ago when I was prepping for this podcast, I had no idea that that girl I killed would could have joined my team. No yeah, fucking and she, clue. And she and she's a dark side one too, right? Fucking so figures. Can... <laughs> well, there can only be two, right? I suppose, yeah. No, that so... was great, man. I'm fucking thoroughly impressed with this game. I thought the mini the mini games were fun, side quests were fun, the combat once you figured out is rad. The characters are so awesome, and I think personally, my biggest plus to this game is they found a way to make the good and bad side decisions matter. And it's obviously if there's ever there's a franchise and stuff that that would work, it's Star Wars with the Force and the dark side and the yeah. and the light side, and, and they did it so well. I assume the ending is completely different if you go into it as a good guy. Like yeah, completely I mean, if you, different. It, seriously, just go in uh, right before you fight fight the boss, and then just pick all the light side stuff. It might be a little bit harder to beat him, uh, but you can get the ending that way. You don't have to play through the whole game. Yeah, maybe I will do that because I mean I'll replay it eventually, but it'll be a long time. It's yeah. a long. I want to play. Is the second one good? Second one just as yes, good. Se- second one's uh, it's it's a longer and there's more you can do. Uh, I, I personally don't feel it's as good. Like it's not just it's just not as tight okay. of a game. But no, it's real good. There's a lot more you can do though. Alright. So Does your character carry you, over? No, no. You get a new one. Oh okay. Yeah. And and you have like a new chick who's like guiding around. She's kinda evil. Love it. Uh yeah. It's all, um, about, it's all about evil. Something else that's very underrated and I mean this might just affect me personally when i play games like this uh but having your character uh say if you have uh melee weapons equipped on them yeah i think you can hit like the select button or the action button and while you're running around he'll like twirl his weapons around so like uh 
you don't have to like it's not just monotonous running when you're not in combat. I never noticed that. Right? Oh, man. And then and then you could uh if you were trying to get in between places, you could put force speed on. So you could cast force speed and then just fucking run through towns. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So there were like little little things that helped the gameplay so that you weren't just uh just like especially if you're on one of those ones where it's like run all the way back to town yeah and it's gonna you just spent you know like three hours questing in this open area then you gotta walk all the way back drop something off and then walk all the way back to where you were yeah yeah right? they make they make it so that it's not just like it's not just monotonous oh hey look my guy is walking you know like in that community episode where they do D and they're like and so they walked and Abed described them walking. So... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, but you're right, though. Like, dude, there's a lot of, like, I mean, listen, I love, especially the Super Nintendo RPGs are, like, my favorite RPGs ever. Yeah. But, like, Final Fantasy IV, Final Fantasy VI, those are the two that stick out to me. Uh, there are aspects where, like, I miss items when I play through them because I'm, like, I just don't have the patience to do the fucking hour and a half hike through this, like, cave and back. <laughs> with all the random yeah. encounters in it. And like, I'm so used to being able to like playing shining force on the Sega Genesis collection on my switch and being able to yeah. fast forward was yeah. a godsend. Like every <laughs> RPG ever needs that because that's oh, like yeah, the worst that... part is the slow monotonous fucking walking. God damn. It. I, I uh, have final fantasy 12 for the switch and they have like a four times. Yeah. Speed, speed thing. And I'm like, Oh man, you know what I'm going to do? is fill up my license board <laughs> yeah like every every rpg ever needs that every yeah. rpg ever um exactly well um, i don't know about you buddy other... you got what else you got is that it no I'm, I'm... that's pretty much it uh if you play again plays plays a lady and then i will make, lo- make sweet sweet love to karth oh no i'm killing karth I'm fucking killing. Oh, I hate car. Oh yeah, and that was the other thing when I started killing off all my crew at the fucking like right before the end. There, Karth runs off like a pussy, and I don't think I ever yep. got a chance to kill him. I think he's in the second one too. Oh fuck, he's such a so. loser. Oh, I don't think we should be doing that. I just wanted to be like, I'll fucking kill you. Like I hate you. Yeah. So be the chick, and then uh, just persuade him to be bad. Yeah, I will, and then I'll still kill. Uh, him. Still <laughs> um, fuck yeah buddy well uh major shout out to everybody that fucking uh suggested this game because this game is rad and then uh shout out to you for like literally moments after i posted that i was gonna cover this game being like i, I would I, like to cover that game i saw you post it and i was like i'm gonna jump on this yeah jump on it so fast that was fast but that's great because you fucking know what you're talking about and it's it was rad uh I'm trying to think of a way to fucking score this thing. There's nine characters, but I only had eight because I killed one. So <laughs> okay. on a scale of one to eight living characters, how many characters would you give Star Wars KOTOR? Oh, I would give this uh, seven and a half. All right. Oh, eight. that's a good, good score. Um, yeah. yeah, I'd probably give it a seven. Like, I I can't think of too much stuff I didn't like. It was really rad. And, like, it really makes you care about the characters. The decisions matter. The problem-solving yeah. aspect of the side quest is vastly underrated. The, like... The, the, the piss-off of fucking getting a game over <laughs> oh. was what... It was, like, 
it was bad, but in the but in the grand scheme of things, I was like, it's nice that they did that. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like, that was old school. Like that was like playing a Super Nintendo RPG and dying, and then realizing you hadn't gone to a save point in three hours. <laughs> um, having to go back. That yeah, dude. But like having said that, the uh, now the, uh, that fucking trial when you kill that thing underwater, I was so mad. I thought it was fucking with me. Like to this moment, like. Until the game reset, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's how I felt too. Right? And then it brings up your load screen, and it's like, are you fucking shitting fucking... me right now? You mother... Like, I, have to, I have to go back. So you're like trying to find a safe position that you know goes back before you killed that guy? Yeah. When I'm in charge of this whole fucking galaxy or whatever the hell it is, I'm blowing this fucking planet up. <laughs> Anyways. Um, good stuff, buddy. Thank you very much for doing this, man. Thank you and we'll for talk. having me. Yeah, we'll do the second one someday, too. All right. All right. Well, let me know. I will. I'll be in for it. Okay, right. bye. bye. going to do it for this week's episode everybody Miklos thank you so much for talking Star Wars with me every single one of you thank you for listening and to all of you that voted for KOTOR in the Patreon poll thanks for voting good because that was a fucking really fun game uh, we'll be back next week with episode 99 I'll be back on Sunday with the next episode of Expansion Pass which will be a Streets of, a Streets of Rage 4 review you can get all those over at patreon.com slash remember the game for only $2 enter the Switch Light draw you guys the email is in the description box I promise your email is safe I'm not smart enough to do anything with it I just want to give this thing away take it easy stay safe wash your hands clean your controllers look out for giant bees I hope it's not raining where you are like it is here and I will talk to you again in a few days cheers <laughs> Thank you.